Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the You First podcast. Yay! Yay. Welcome back. <laughs> First Hi. episode of the year. 2024. Oh, my gosh. It's already the eighth day of the year. Like, we're literally starting the second week of the year. How was your first week of the year, guys? You go first. <laughs> me? Yeah. Oh, um, just regular week for me? Okay. <laughs> just a lot of work. I feel like yeah. he's been working a lot. <laughs> I work a lot, so it's my Friday, so I get to chill. Finally. I love that. Yeah. What about I, you? I think it's going well so far. Um, nothing to report yet. Everything's kind of just going, if that makes sense. But we're slowly... No. It. I mean, like, I'm not... Nothing... I'm on a neutral right now. Nothing is happening specifically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, things being normal is fine, right? Like, nothing to report's not bad. Yeah, I agree. I think Nothing bad that, to report so is good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's a great quote. Nothing bad to report is oh. good. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my friends, so we've got some hot topics here for you. We're going to start off the podcast by talking about the movie Saltburn. Spoilers for those who haven't watched it. If you have not seen it, please know we're about to talk about this movie in mad detail. So, the movie stars Jacob Elordi and Barry Keoghan. Uh, I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Uh, Barry plays basically the main character who portrays the protagonist at first, and Felix plays i guess who ends up becoming like the victim of this entire movie even though the bystander yeah even though he's not if you really watch it he's not a good guy in the movie like if you watch it scene by scene he's never doing anything that doesn't either benefit him or that's just like not good like he's very nosy he's like like do you remember that scene when he was talking to um oliver and like trying to pry into his stuff like not like a normal person would not like tiptoeing around just being like tell me about it like very brash so i just feel like he's that's the vibe he's not a good character and i feel like oliver latches onto that and becomes obsessed with just his life if that makes sense well the summary of the movie literally says distraught by his classmate oliver's unfortunate living situation felix a rich student invites him over to his estate soon a series of horrifying events engulf felix's family so see at the beginning you can't even tell that he's having trouble with uh money and stuff that's what the like the, like the ending it tells you like that's what is going on but at the beginning you don't i mean I, me i didn't even know it was about that i thought it was no. just falling in love for him or something yeah <laughs> <Being a> stalker <laughs> i i honestly was kind of confused too and i saw him as a stalker yeah for sure yeah i didn't know what to think i kind of went into this movie with um some gay vibes but honestly by the time they got to the estate i was like okay this is just homo homocentric i don't know it it just wasn't fully like Homo. homosexual. <laughs> so I went into this movie thinking of Get Out because mm. Tyler. That's what he said. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Tyler. Like it. Said, but... Tyler really wanted me to watch it and was like, <laughs> "It's like Get Out. The film like looks like it follows. Like it has that kind of aesthetic." So. And what I had been seeing about it on Twitter was just two gay boys. So I thought, so I was like, oh, it's like it's a, a gay, gay love movie, but kind of like name. a thriller. Yeah, I would say. So that's what I went in thinking it was. Um, Expectations. Yeah. And then the weird part is that it's also a comedy. Slightly. Is yeah. It said on the description, like it tells you like when we watched it, it's a drama and then comedy. Well, and good, then because else. some of the <laughs> scenes were like. Absurd? So unreal, they were absurd, absurd and uh-huh. laughable. Yeah, so funny. I, also, I laughed. <laughs> I didn't remember. I think you might have told me that it was produced by Margot Robbie. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot. And when I like found that out, I was like, "Oh, damn!" That's it's insane, so funny. Right? Yeah, watching the movie is like. Which scene was Margo in? <laughs> like, which one did she do? Was it the two main ones? The bathtub scene is insane. Do we want to go into what that <laughs> is? Mean... So we say, so Barry's character is Oliver, who is obsessed with Felix. Obsessed with Felix. Like we said, spoilers. Mm-hmm. He is very stalkery. Very. He follows Felix, watches Felix have sex while he himself is like 
hiding outside. Which is not crazy. even hiding. He's just like standing there standing in the open, but like nothing. no one knows he's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and like it says, he ends up in Felix's house and like staying there as a guest. And somebody Again. else tell the bathtub sinks. I don't want to. <laughs> ah, so he ends up. They share a bathroom. So it's like Felix's room, bathroom, Oliver's room, always. And I guess like Felix was uh, relieving himself into the bathtub where he was taking a bath. Okay, that just sounds like he peed in the bath. Okay, you're right. That's not what he did. No, he He was was pleasuring himself. Yeah. And basically, you know, obviously he he, uh, contaminated the water. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, we'll say that. And then basically um, Oliver comes in after... Jacob Lordy's character has left the restroom and, and basically rims the fucking toilet. No, the bathtub. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, he literally gave a rim job to that fucking bathtub. And it was, it was a lot. But also it just gave a new meaning to like drinking someone's bath water. Yeah. Literally. Insane. But like, what was worse? That or the Fucking of the fucking, fucking grave. grave of the grave. That's the one you guys like more. Cause that's like, the one everyone, light? That's the one everyone talked about a lot. The bathtub one. No, the grave. really. The grave? I didn't. Yeah, I, I only didn't see ever the saw. So much. I saw the so many like gifts of that scene just happening. I only ever saw about anything about the bathtub. Huh, I didn't see anything about the grave. For me, it was the um, period scene. It was the, oh, that. I was surprised. I didn't even see anyone talking yeah, about really? talking I was about just it. surprised that they went in that direction like, everything was shocking I was just that one I don't know for some reason the grave didn't scare me as much it's not scaring it's just shocking it was very shocking I you guess. never seen that in movies like was- <laughs> this movie had a lot of shock factors yeah too, I guess with, that's what it was with, so Oliver's character <clears throat> is ends up hooking up with a girl and she's on her period and she tries to stop him That's and fair. he's like thankfully I'm a vampire Which and I'm just like insane. bro okay. the minute he says that it's like oh here it comes so yeah so they have works. like a period like blood type scene which is intense and then the rim job of the bathtub which was also Shortly intense after. this guy fucking someone's grave like literally digs a hole to fuck this grave of this newly dead person like, he was obsessed with a lot of shock factor. For me, like the grave scene felt right. <laughs> really? <laughs> For me, it was very like, yeah, he didn't get to like actually fuck him. He still did. Absolutely. Didn't. He, he still did. This is so. like the closest he's going to get to it. So for me, <laughs> like, I- it. It just made sense. For I mean, him he to go literally that far. had him in the bathwater. Was bath it water, out so. of passion, or was it like a "fuck you" type thing? I don't to know. Me, it felt like a hate thing. Because at the end, we find out that he was just after the money. Like, that's right? Yeah. He was so, like, yeah. it was. But he, it was about the money. But he was still like oddly fixated on Felix, which yeah, mm-hmm. but which just, is weird because at one point, I think I was watching an interview with Barry, and someone brought up the character's sexuality. And he basically was like, I don't think he sees them as people. I think he sees them as objects. What can I get from you? What can I gain from this? Is how he looks at people. So it's not about the autonomy of the person. It's about... What can I gain from you? I you wonder know? if his goal then was to like get with Felix and then that way like get the whole estate, but instead it was just a murderous route because he couldn't have. Can him. you imagine? I wonder what maybe maybe that's what maybe he just saw all the sex he was having with girls and he was like, he's not gonna fall for me in a way. And so he was like, I have to kill him. Right. Can you imagine? Well, he's also like upset with him too with the oh, whole birthday dear. and well, not because of the birthday, but he found out he was lying to yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, you're right. So that was like his coup. He was like, okay, I have to kill them now. That makes sense. Because that's when the first murder happens, right? Or am I crazy? Yeah. Yeah. All that's the murder happened after. Because Felix dies and everyone else in the family. (laughs) Dying dying. one by one yeah but i don't know like if he killed them because he had to or or you know every time he killed someone like the sister she she was telling him shit and stuff yeah so that, and then that, that's when she killed her so i'm like i wonder if it was a motive or just already his plan right it's it, there's so many questions that i do <laughs> speaking of questions about the movie i do want to know your guys' opinion on this because i saw trisha paytas talk about the scrambled like the egg scene when he sends the eggs back like do you remember seeing that yeah. when he sends 
Okay, so yeah. what did you think about that? I didn't have any specific <laughs> really? thought on the egg scene. Because she was saying, like, I can't believe he did that. I would have just ate the eggs. Like, I did see people talking about it. It's like, you're going to do this and that. Like, you're going to oh, rim yes, a bathtub, yes, but you're not going to eat uh, those yeah, eggs. That's the one I saw. Yeah. That part. So, but I mean, that's just everyone. Like, yeah, but <laughs> everyone's like that. For me, and I, I tweeted this back, I saw it as like a power move. I saw that as like his first, like, eventually you're going to just do what I say, so you're right. going to fix this. But he's just you know? popular, though. I mean, just, I feel like he was getting them used to that, like that dynamic. Right. He was just showing everyone, like, what Not he's going to do. Subtly. Very, very it's, subtle power move is what I saw it I as. I can see that. That's just how I viewed it. And like, I was surprised other people didn't. And, I don't know. I mean, looking back on it, I could see it. Right. Yeah, now you say it, but at the time, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking at that. Yeah, that's right. right. Stuff happened before that. Though. I think that this movie is gorgeous. It shot so well. Um, I like I mentioned it follows because I it's so rarely that I fall in love with a movie's cinematography. Um, personally at least. So this was one of them. I think the last time really was Lady Bird. Ooh. Truly. Yes. Mm. Lady so Bird's good. really pretty. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Love that movie. Me too. <laughs> did you what did you think of this movie as a whole, Chris? Crazy. In no, a good a way or bad no, way? No, a good way. It was just a lot of stuff and I guess it was intense. Yeah. It was really intense, but it was a good movie. It was, yeah. I personally didn't really like the movie. <gasps> Jacob Elordi did really good in it and I love Jacob Elordi. And I think I just found Oliver to be too fucking weird for me. Really? I, di- I just didn't like it. The... But, you know, the ending, I really liked when they showed that he was the start of it all with the whole bike thing. Like, I liked that. But I don't know. The movie didn't do it for me. And, like, the only time I really felt anything was during the birthday scene where they were singing happy birthday to him. And they're like, happy birthday to you. And it comes to say his name. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what's his name? And everyone starts laughing. And the big smile on his face just drops. And my heart dropped. I was like, damn. Like, I don't want to. I want to be rooting for this guy, but like that. Maybe that's when he started. Right? (laughs) He's like, I'm going to murder you all. No, legit. Yeah, there well, was so much. That, like, yeah. There was so much secondhand embarrassment. To oh me wait, and we can't forget a scene. What scene? Which the one? Dancing scene. Oh, the end that dancing. Oh the my naked gosh. dancing scene. Like that. That was another thing that was all over Twitter. That was too. all over Twitter. The naked dancing. <laughs> I scene. didn't see that. But no? no, no, you didn't watch it. Well, I well, I've seen it, oh. but I didn't see it all over Twitter or anything. That was like was... the first thing for me that went viral. Oh, really? That I saw probably because it's the gay community, but right. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, that side of Twitter. But, I mean, I remember him talking about, like, him having a slight fear of just, like, yeah, some people are gonna know me from this scene now. And on top of that, I saw something of the artist whose song it is, and she was like, he's never gonna be able to listen to this song again the same way. And I believe that. I feel like he's never gonna be able to listen to that the same way. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but I'm sure you could say that about, like, any actor when they're working and there's a song that's happening, right? And, like, that doesn't necessarily necessarily have to be a bad thing for him because like i feel like having the confidence to even do that like should feel so powerful and if anyone like has anything negative to say about that then you go do that you try to do that because like no i doubt most people have the confidence to do that and it's art like yeah i think that was a very artistic choice for them to go that route because it's true it just shows like his victory it's like yeah all of this is actually mine now so if you don't know and you want to know and for some reason you want to be spoiled and you're still listening to this portion for some reason he gains the estate after murdering this whole family and once it's all his he is just completely naked dancing around mm-hmm. the house and it's just like a victory dance to yeah. him in a way because it's all his mm-hmm. and he can do whatever he wants and so it felt very joker dance to me yeah kind of yeah i also saw somewhere that it's the reverse of him getting his tour yeah i did see that isn't that that's so like artistic of them to i just love that they just did such a good job with so many of the things in this movie i just it's gonna be a i mean not even just a cult classic i feel like it's really a, a 2020 classic if that makes sense can you believe that it took 11 takes to do that one that one oh, scene oh wow Oh, 11 the dance takes. scene took yep. 11. Mm-hmm. He must That's have been cold. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and that, no, thank that you. state is like big. 
So all in all, what are we rating this movie? Personally, it's a, it's at least a nine out of ten for me. Eight and a half out of ten. I'll give it a seven and a half for me. <laughs> okay, it's still okay. good. Still yeah. five, okay. though. It still had good parts to it. It just it didn't <laughs> hit the way I thought it would. It's That's not fair. for everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's not for everyone, but it's still worth watching and seeing. Yeah, I agree. Okay, my friends. So we are moving on to the next topic. And there's no way you guys have not heard of her by now. <laughs> but Gypsy Rose Blanchard is now free from prison. She served eight of her ten years in prison, and now she's a free woman. Woo! Yay. Did you watch her little special when it came out on Hulu? The, like, reenactment of it? Hers or the act? The I act. saw the act. The her docuseries just recently came out and I haven't seen that yet. But I did watch the act. I've been following Gypsy's case for a while now. Really? Oh, yeah. So, like, before the act even, the act I thought was, like, really good. Did you guys okay. see it Okay, we haven't hands? seen it yet. It's really, really well done. I Joey King is phenomenal in it. Like, she's so good. Um, I recommend it, though... Since Gypsy Rose is having her own series coming out where she's going to benefit <laughs> from it, I obviously recommend that more. But yeah, the yeah. act is still good. She has a book out too, doesn't she? Yeah, I think. Did it already come out? I or know she was working on pre, it. I'm not sure. sale or something like that. Maybe. It's in the works for sure. Yeah. She has a title and everything, but I just can't remember what it was. Uh, I think that, I mean, good for her for serving that long. I'm actually surprised they made her do so many of the years considering the circumstances. Like she was literally forced to believe that she had the capability of like like what like an eighth grade or something like that like stunted or something like that at a certain age well she was a child she's a survivor of abuse her mom had munchausen syndrome by proxy so she made gypsy believe that she had leukemia and she forced gypsy to go through all these surgeries such as she had a feeding tube put in her like she had her salivary her salivary glands taken out because her mom said that she was drooling too much when her mom would take this medication and put it on her gums to make her overly drool and apparently that was like the worst surgery that she went through which oh is just awful she her mom constantly shaved her head she restricted her diet like horribly and it's just so crazy this poor girl was just put through all this stuff and like she was lied to about her age like told she was younger than she was and she was able to get get away with all this because they lived in louisiana and had moved away after hurricane katrina Mm. and so gypsy's mom would tell people that like the doctors that they lost her medical records with hurricane katrina and so i don't understand how the doctors were like that negligible to let all of these procedures and stuff happen because like how do you see someone who's like healthy and be Mm -hmm. like yeah she needs these surgeries it's just insane and well gypsy ended up meeting a boy online behind her mom's back like her mom had no idea and they met up and her boyfriend like helped her kill her mom which is sad but she was a teenager at the time and she didn't know how to get out of that situation right and so she thought murder was the only way and how she did now, she find out how did she find out what that like that her mom was lying lies well her mom forced her to be in a wheelchair but she knew she could walk oh so and like i think her mom That's said terrifying. that like she couldn't have sugar or it would make her really sick but she'd get a soda at night and be fine so like she knew you know that's scary but her mom would be like do this for me and i'll be happy like she was really manipulative and she like only had her mom so she would go along doing these things to make her mom happy and she really wanted her mom's approval and love and her mom would threaten her to take those things away if she didn't comply basically man yeah heartbreaking dude we're gonna have to watch it it's giving what's that movie that kathy bates is in like in real life though oh my gosh there's an old movie in the 90s where basically the one that she gets a guy in it's in the yeah she's it's like a horror movie where she's obsessed with an actor and she basically breaks his leg breaks his leg and and she's taking care of him takes care of him and forces him people will know I know but I don't know the name it's it's a good movie movie. too but anyways that's what it's giving but that's obviously even worse this is real life it's sad that really happened and it's crazy because like had she not been charged in the state she was charged with she would have been in jail for longer I can't remember the state that she's in but they do not charge 
charge for accomplice of murder, which she is. And if she had been in a state where they charge for that, she would have been in jail for much longer. Because she herself didn't do the murder, but she told her boyfriend basically like... To do it. To do it, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so scary. I mean, but I don't... I really don't blame her. Like, how do you really get out of that situation? I wonder if she would have ran away otherwise. She's tried to run away. That's another thing. She had tried to run away. I can't remember what stopped her, but like it just, it didn't work out. Well, she's free. Yeah, she's free now, which is... Blessed. How old is she? I don't know. No, I don't know. I think she's 30, actually. I think she might be 31. Oh my gosh, she looks so young. My biggest thing is, I love seeing her... She's She's 30. 32. She's 32. 32. Wow. Good for her. Yeah, she's my age. Yeah. <laughs> no kind of, yeah. I just don't want us to scare her off because the internet can be so wishy-washy. Like, the way she got famous is so unique to her. I just, I feel like sometimes I even, I just see jokes that are tippy-toey where I'm just like, ooh, that's, that would borderline maybe not hurt my feelings, but I would look at that one, you know? Just stuff like that. And I, I just don't want her to start seeing that and us affect her and push her off the internet and or make her start thinking certain things you know well she has been really exposed to the internet especially now that she's out and she's been doing a lot of interviews and i was just watching her on a podcast today with do you know who nick vile is Mm -mm. he was he was one of the guys on like the bachelor is that what it's called or the bachelorette where he's the guy and there's all these girls going after him so he was on the bachelor um and oddly enough that's the only season of the bachelor i've ever seen was with him but anyways he has this podcast and she was on it and she seems to be handling like social media okay and like interviews she gets a little nervous for interviews but people have been really nice to her yeah but she did say like someone from the uk like straight up called her a murderer and everyone in the room with her like got up like ready to like fight for her but she was like it's okay it's okay (laughs) she seems to be handling it well she said that the internet is kind of coming in waves of her because like I don't know if you guys have seen like a lot of people were really supportive of her mm-hmm. and now a lot of people are like kind of questioning like why are we praising a murderer and what about like her boyfriend like Nick who had killed Dee Dee Gypsy's mom because he, I'm pretty sure he's in jail for life and people are like how come like we're praising her when he's like in jail forever you know yeah but it's just kind of different circumstances I wonder what would happen if he got out like are they like forever love or would that just be awkward? I don't think so. No? Yeah, I don't think they're forever love. I mean, she's married now, so oh, like, I true. feel like they're that's married. completely out of the question. Mm-hmm. Well, so a couple of things that have happened since she's been free. She bought tickets to a chief game, but her parole officer made her leave the state before the game. Which was rough because like, she has two parole officers in different states, and one from the state where the game was taking place said she was okay to be there, but oh. then the other one who has more power was like no you have to leave and Gypsy's husband is really suspicious of it and thinks someone on Taylor Swift's team like what yeah it's just his theory (laughs) but he thinks that like it was just a safety thing um they were talking about that on Nick's podcast Nick Biles podcast and I think he does that podcast with his wife because his wife was like if anything Swifties are more of a threat than Gypsy is you know (laughs) but yeah true that's unfortunate like she loves Taylor Swift that's her favorite singer but the thing is, she did say she didn't buy those tickets specifically to t- see Taylor Swift. She wanted them before she knew Taylor Swift was mm. even going to be there. And the fact that her favorite singer was going to be there, she was like, that'd be cool to like meet her. But yeah. it wasn't like the biggest deal. It wasn't her main purpose. But like, I think that's cute that she loves Taylor Swift and wanted to meet her. Right. Agreed. Mm. A couple other things is that she really enjoys some Ariana Grande, which surprised me. <laughs> she loves Seven Rings, Positions, and Problem. Those are her favorites songs. I'm shook she likes anything from the Positions album. <laughs> I had to grow, that one had to grow on me for sure. And she her favorite song from Lana Del Rey is Young and Beautiful, which I thought was cute. Agreed. Oh yeah. There were over 250 <laughs> people who had sent in letters from wanting to court world. Gypsy. They wanted to be with her, but Ryan stood out because they were from the same home state, mm-hmm. which I thought was cute. That makes sense. She seems like a very like homegrown girl. I don't think she She'd go 
too far out of her box. She seems happy, and her dad's side of the family is really happy to have her be free. The mom's side. (laughs) um, She's still in contact with them. Man, Um, she doesn't have hard feelings. It seems so. Hmm. Well, that's good. We're happy she's out, and we're wishing her a good life. Yes, now and always. Lots of money. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so next up, we're gonna be talking about Miss Britney Spears. So Britney uh, alone. (laughs) <laughs> leave her alone. Literally leave her alone. I guess she wants to be. <laughs> Apparently there, she's retiring. There's been a lot of talk that she was going to make a new record. There was people saying that she had tapped Phoebe Bridgers and Charlie XCX for this project. And to be honest, when I heard that, I was actually super excited because, I mean, a Charlie XCX pen Britney song sounds... Wait, so she's so not? Good. I thought she was. No. It's all rumors. Yeah, it was all rumors. Well, because Britney Spears came out and said, just so we're clear, most of the news is trash. They keep saying I'm turning to random people to do a new album. (laughs) I will never return to the music industry. When I write, I write for fun or I write for other people, which is wild. I'm so sad that she's never going to make another album. I really felt with her last one, she was heading back in a direction that felt like her again, even though obviously she was probably so pressured to do that project even which sucks because it's actually a really good album but um i want to know who she's writing for yeah i do too i tried <laughs> to like look it up i'm like who is britney Nobody. spears ghost writing for but it's all like it's nothing. nowhere i mean it makes sense though because if we find out the ghost her like ghost writing name it's over everyone's gonna know like who she is because i'm sure there's like records of her in other people's discography you know so like if but, she like, why wouldn't you want to brag about that like hell yeah i'm singing britney spears song that she wrote for me i don't think it's them i think it's her i think as a ghostwriter i don't want to be known like as a ghostwriter that's the thing ah that's so frustrating i mean after everything she's been through i I mean yeah but like if you're just writing like you just be like benny blanco you're already like famous and just be known for writing songs at this point you know i don't know I feel like she had something to do with nonsense <laughs> by Sabrina Carpenter. I could see that. Agreed. Well, we'll never she, know. Britney Spears did say, I've written over 20 songs for other people the past two years, and I'm a ghostwriter, and I honestly enjoy it that way. <laughs> so Go for her. If she's happy, she's happy. That's my dream is to just be a songwriter, but to see her just be comfortable in that space, good for her. After I being... totally understand and support her decision to like step away away from performing and doing albums and stuff especially with how her career has gone and how it was like taken over by other people and plus she's been doing this her whole life like literally since she was a baby girl like i don't know i guess it just makes me sad that the only farewell like performance we're ever gonna get is her last vegas show which is cool but like i don't know i feel like she's never gonna get the opportunity like like a super bowl or something you know where it's like this is the the final lap like i'm doing this and i'm done but do we care about the Super Bowl anymore. Maybe not the Super Bowl, but like, you know, I would have loved to We should seen... care what she wants. Yeah. yeah. She we wants just none of this. Her. No, yeah. absolutely. She don't care and if also, she wants like, a good buyers. I don't know. Whenever singer-songwriters say that they're retiring, it's like, I don't it's know. They forever. could come back sometime. Like, they could say they're closing the window, but there's still hope out there, you know? You never know. I feel like when you are a singer, like, that passion never dies. So, mm-hmm. they just maybe well, yeah, they just take a break. So maybe one day we'll be fortunate enough to um, be blessed with more music from her. Fingers crossed. We got that one song like last year or something like that, but that's definitely it. On to somebody else that might be retiring from music. <laughs> yes. Selena Gomez um, might be retiring from music. She recently appeared on a podcast called Smartless where she revealed she would like to find something to just settle on. She said, I do feel like I have one more album in me but I would probably choose acting. After the host praised her talent and noted that she didn't have to pick one or the other, she added, you're right, but I'm just going to want to chill because I am tired. Mm. Which makes sense. She has lupus. She's had a long career. She's acting, singing, doing all that jazz. Mm. She struggles with mental health, so I don't doubt that she's tired. Right. Especially with the whole lupus thing. Like, she's tired. I'm just surprised that, like, music is the one that she's retiring from to some degree i get it i feel like i've seen her in more movies than she has albums out 
Um, so it makes sense that that's the direction she's going in. I'm just surprised because music is actually who knows. I hear music's not all that great, like money wise. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe she's just making more acting. Well, she did go on to say, "I wanted to be an actress. I never really intended on being a singer full time, but apparently that hobby turned into something else. I don't think I'm the best singer, but I do know how to tell stories and love being able to make songs. Yes. And if you think about it, she started on Barney. She started yeah. acting. So like, I feel like when you're in Disney, though, you do end up singing Always. too. So yeah. like, at least I do believe that she wanted to be an actress. Yeah. And like, we can tell by the most amazing show she's ever been on, Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> that That's and the she's best. Also in murder- that is the real Selena. In the building. Yeah. Only murders in the like, building. She's killing it with like acting. So. It's such a good show. Have you saw that all yet? Not Seen all it? of it. You started watching it though. I started watching Yay! it. Yeah, it's good. I think it's great, and it's very woke. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. I hate that word, but it, it is. I like it. It's progressive. <laughs> you progressive. That's a way better word to use. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Again, good for her. Like I said, when singers say they're retiring, I'm just like, I feel like you might give us some more eventually, but who knows. We'll see. Yeah, I feel like we're going to have like a J-Lo thing happen with her where she's going to come back like in her 40s with just bangers because that's what J-Lo did. I remember what was on the floor. You gotta get on the floor. No? I don't know. Oh my gosh. I'm so sad you don't know that one. That one's iconic. I might if I heard it. Yeah, that's yeah. Let me introduce you to my party people. In the club. Well, yeah, because she was big in like early 2000s. It's so crazy to think we have early 2000s, mid 2000s, and now the 2020s. That's crazy. It is. But she had a moment, early 2000s, and then a 2010 moment. I don't know. Sad to see her go, but good for her for finding her passion and deciding what she wants to do with her career. That's awesome for her. And she has rare beauty, so it's not like she needs any other gig. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It's just her side gig, so. Literally just her side gig. Okay, my friends, we are moving forward here with probably the touchiest subject we've done on the show so far. We wanted to talk about some of the Jeffrey Epstein documents that had been leaked. Um, apparently there's like 170 associates that got revealed. Some of these names are really big. Donald Trump kind of seems... Honestly, yeah. I feel like everyone knew was coming. Had to have, it's the right? Most wor- the most name that's been talked about in the documents. Yeah, it's just... Mm-hmm. That one just makes sense. I was like, yeah. In this same universe, as, absolutely. Same as Mr. Bill Clinton. That's another one. The Both Bill Clinton one was still like the fact that anyone with presidential power was doing that or I proximity. wasn't surprised because there were what you said you said 170 and there were I think three people whose names stayed blacked out and everyone was like oh it's gonna be presidents oh Mm. it's gonna be past presidents but when Bill Clinton came out I'm like whose names were those then because if it's not them yeah who's hiding what you know Stephen Hawking was another name Stephen Hawking really surprised me I was like um huh sure but he was in there a lot really oh yeah yeah and Naomi Campbell? Naomi Campbell for me is the most shocking name on this list. Mostly because she's female. I don't really understand Jeffrey Epstein's fame. I know that he's a Wall Street guy. That's like how he got big. But I just don't understand how he got to the point where he was so un... What's the word? Unsupervised, I guess? Money. Yeah. When you have money, that's what it is. The subject is really like touchy for me. Like to know that he was taking these poor like young women and groups grooming them and sending them off to different cities like it's just heartbreaking you don't want to see anybody's kid have to go through that I I was watching something where there were people who were in the airport when they were seeing this happen and they were talking about how like like I wonder if your mom knows where you're at right now so I do wonder about their parents like where were their parents did their parents know right money though money yeah did you know that like Disney Cruises used to make stops there at his island yep I did not know that Uh and Mm -hmm. they used to like host like scuba trips for kids on his island there for years yeah that is so nauseating to Mm -hmm. hear it's honestly just disgusting Disney has always been a really shady company but like that just feels so bad to hear Mm -hmm. I wonder like if they ever knew maybe because that seems sketch to me like that just feels like obvious scouting you know right no it does just gross I don't know some of the other names on the list were Prince Andrew David Copperfield 
Neil. Um, also, uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Uh, Chris Tucker. Damn. Yeah, there's so many names. There's so many names. Yeah, I don't know. I guess hearing about this, because to be honest, I was just informed that he died. <laughs> So he was definitely murdered in jail. He was in jail and they said that it was a suicide and everyone's like, he did not kill himself. Mm -hmm. Even one of his victims wore a bracelet that says Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. So (laughs) that's crazy. That says a lot alone. Oh my gosh. It's just the rich people trying to protect themselves. Yeah. Well, definitely glad he's gone. (laughs) Yep. Crazy to see all these names and these documents. So I think it was just shocking to me. And I, I've just been seeing it all over uh, Twitter. For me, it's all the freaking Stephen Hawking memes. And I can't. Like, they're just, like, showing people in, like, wheelchairs in the water. Yep. On the, I, I just can't. Yeah. I can't. It's too much. <laughs> you haven't seen them? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, just nope. me then. <laughs> I've seen you. them. Too. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, that whole situation is crazy. And, like, people have been waiting to read these documents for a while. I guess ever since he's been in prison and now dead. But I don't know. It's wild. Like, I don't know if you've, like, read through any of them, but it's it's crazy. Yeah. Well, no, I actually haven't because I, I opened the document and I was just like, words. <laughs> these are too many words. Yeah. What do they mean? So I I exited. <laughs> okay, guys. So we're going to move on to the next subject Something lighter. Here. Golden Globes just happened yes. last night. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, some good came out of it. <laughs> like Pedro Pascal's meme, up, meme update. Mm-hmm. He finally redid his meme. And thanks to, uh, what's his name? Macaulay Culkin's. What was his name? I, don't I know forget his name, name, his first name. But it's his brother. He won and he he just made a joke to uh, Pedro. He's like, suck it, Pedro. And then <laughs> that's when they changed to his face and he starts laughing and then goes to his crime face. So that's the moment. Highlight of the <laughs> Golden Globes. Oh, <laughs> well, for me, that is. <laughs> I feel like I know what your highlight from the Golden Globes was, which was the Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez getting their little gossip on. It definitely was giving reality TV show for me. But my also my thing is like they had to have known there were cameras at every angle of that event. Like I mean, yeah, there's cameras the whole time, but when you watch it, it's not always on them. Like it shows different people at different times. But yeah, yeah I feel like it is kind of a risky place to do any kind of gossiping. Uh-uh, yeah. And Taylor's face was iconic. She gave a little like eye roll just like over it. Just like uh sure. No one knows what they said though. A lot of people said that we all know Timothy. Yeah, someone says that uh, one of the girls was mentioning Timothy's name, and then there was... Timothy Chalamet, to be clear. Oh, that's fair, yeah. Timothy Chalamet. (laughs) So people are theorizing that she asked Kylie for a picture or something, and she said no, and something about Timothy. I don't know. I think she asked Timothy for a picture. Oh, really? and Kylie said no. Which would be crazy. That would be hilarious. Yeah. But would you blame her because Selena, like, threw all that shade at Kylie years ago with like the remember with the eyeliner stuff when the whole Hailey Bieber when oh. that was happening remember oh that's also like yeah there's so many layers mm-hmm. to that but also like I don't know why bring Timothy into like their girl drama you I know? mean I feel like all boys are toys to them so <laughs> I mean T <laughs> It was just Kylie just being a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, like, no. She just (laughs) wanted a picture with Timothy, but no, she had to. She said no. Cock blocked her. And especially, I mean, she's in close proximity to Taylor and, you know, Kylie's definitely not Team Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tay-Tay. Supposedly Northwest is, though. So there's that. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Billy and Phineas won Song of the Year or Best Motion Picture Song or or Mm -hmm. What Was I Made For? And Mm -hmm. I think that's beautiful. That's such a beautiful song. It's a great song. Very deserving. Mm -hmm. Very nice song. Um, I thought that was a cute moment. There was like a moment in this, like not interview, but when they were on stage where it showed like a panning of the room and I was just surprised at how small and like intimate it looked. It was giving less than a theater. Like it looked really small. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. So it just was funny because she was like talking about how terrified she was and I was like yeah they're all like two feet from you. And they're, 
That's fair. I thought we were going to talk about Greta's reaction. Oh, to her. yeah. Yeah, so what is his name? Joe Coy, did you say oh, was no, the no. comedian? Oh, wait, no, to Greta, what? Greta Gerwin. To what? Reacting to Billy's winning. She started oh. crying. She was crying. Oh, she was crying. Yeah, she cried. Yeah. I, would t- I did cry when I saw that. And I <laughs> immediately went and listened to the song. So Aww. literally sang <laughs> Yeah, I'm just surprised that song never hit top 10. That's what? still, no. What? Yeah, it might now, but mm. I mean, it oh, hasn't yet. Oh my God. Top 20, like 15 or 14, but it never hit the top 10. I was shocked. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm shocked. Yeah. yeah. What? Still good though. Top 20 is great. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> crazy. She was so. talking about how that song like brought her out of a dark place. And I believe we talked once before about how um it like that song was the catalyst for her to be able to start her next album which is great glad that art could do that for her i'm just hoping that we don't get more i hope that this isn't one of those things where like she turns this into what the whole next album will be you know like this was a big smash so i'm gonna probably have a couple of songs like this on the album Uh, i mean i wouldn't mind it though it was like a really beautiful song like and it was really like kind of a gut-wrenching song in a way like it makes me cry so like i don't know i'm here for that kind of music from them like emotional music like i don't know i'm just scared that they're going to try to recapture it and and it's going to fall flat I just hope that if they do them, they're still just as organic, you know? I feel like it will be. It's Billy and Phineas. They are such a powerhouse together. Like, um, I trust them. Did you like the second album? Yeah. I didn't at first. I I definitely had to, like, let it grow on me. Really? Over a while, but it did. It's still having to grow on me. And there's quite a few moments where I'm just like, oh. (laughs) But, I mean, the debut to me was such a smash that, I mean, it's okay to have a small little stumble. It wasn't bad. She still had hits, so... Well, the last thing to mention about the Golden Globes was that it was hosted by Joe Coy, a comedian. Yep. Apparently, he only had a week and a half to prepare his hosting jokes and what have you. Um, but I don't know if that really gives a good excuse or reason for some of his jokes. He said that the Barbie movie was just a movie about a plastic doll with big boobs. And the whole cast of the Barbie movie was just kind of like a ooh, but like a just, fake smile. Yeah. But they were definitely like ooh, and everyone on the internet was like what why would you say that yeah and not just the cast there's a lot of other actors also yeah, yeah. selena yeah. being one of them yeah mm-hmm. a lot of people just had like such a sour like ugh, even ryan gosling was like no nah. Yeah, he wasn't because like, did you see the movie? Like, if you see the movie or even know what it's about, like, that's such a dumb like. He isn't probably even didn't a even joke? watch it. So I don't know. It was just poor taste. And then it. he said some silly joke about Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift, which was also yeah. like about her not having enough camera, enough camera pants to her, her yeah. which was just like why unnecessary. Which mm-hmm. it goes towards Taylor. Like, yeah, sip of wine. That was awkward. Moves, that's all amazed. she had to say. Yeah, she didn't like, have to say anything actually. Like, sorry, she's like mm-hmm. the number one pop artist right now. Not Literally, her fault. She's yeah. great. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of wild, funny. but I think that he failed. To be honest, it was a flop for me. <laughs> yeah. I saw something where it was saying like the views were like like dropped because of all the things that he was saying and whatnot. Oh, wow. Like, I yeah, wouldn't doubt it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I've never. I mean, I hope this doesn't offend anyone, but I've never really found him particularly funny. Like, there's nothing that I've seen him in or watched. Him in. People who remember Ch- uh, uh, Chelsea's hand, champ. What's her name? Handler. Chelsea Handler. Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea Handler. Well, no, remember him from that. Or yeah, from the show. That, that yeah. was the show. People who remind remember from him from there, but. Other than that, <laughs> I don't remember him that's from it. there, but I remember Ross Matthews from there, and that's it. Yeah, I had no idea who this man was up there just <laughs> talking about these people in such an odd way. Um, I just think his jokes aren't the best. They never have been. Tbh, <laughs> that's fair. I think Jennifer Lawrence should have been the the one instead of Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. She's still the same. She still she got it. Change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Lawrence like mouthing to the camera saying, "If I don't win, I'm yeah, gonna leave." That's was really silly. It was very cute. She still has her uh, sense of her humor. Her quirky charm. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's cool. Glad it's still intact. I'm surprised you haven't seen that movie. No Hard Feelings was actually really, really yeah, good. good. I'll definitely watch it then. Also. Yeah, I yeah. think yeah. it's Netflix on Netflix. Now, yeah. it's, it was worth it. The plot is, an in, like, the plot line's interesting, it to say the least. It's sketchy. Because yeah. it's like a dad wanting his son to, like, get fucked, yeah, right? Pretty, and yeah. he's, like, the older. Parents the yeah. But 
it's it's funny. Cute. It's a comedy movie. Okay. It's, a, it's good. A dark it, comedy movie. Oh my gosh, the beach scene! If you've seen it, you guys, the beach scene. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. The beach. That's it. I that's laughed. All you need. So hard. I'm not. I don't think I've laughed like that in the movie theaters in a long time. I'm not even gonna lie. Damn. So like, if anything, you should watch it for that scene because right. it's gonna make you just just burst out laughing. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. So we've got Chris's, Chris's cravings. cravings. What are you craving this so week? So this week I was craving <laughs> West Coast sourdough. So I guess it's just in the West Coast <laughs> since it has it on his name. It's I guess you can call it a better subway. <laughs> Because they do uh, sandwiches. Um, With natural ingredients. Yeah, so they say. (laughs) So they say. (laughs) It's good. I mean, I like the meat. I I hate thick slices of, uh, I guess... Meat? Meat? Like deli meat? Deli meat. So the, right here, like, it's really thin. And my favorite is the garlic turkey pesto, which you had it, babe. I think you had this one or the chicken one before. But, yeah, that's that's mine. Um, it's really good. It's not that cheap. It's kind of... <laughs> Pricey. <laughs> Pricey a bit, but it's it's good. They also have mac and cheese, which is... Yeah, the you know, mac that's is great. Mac and cheese is good with the little shavings of a Parmesan on top. And yeah, it's a good place. Do they just have sandwiches or... Yeah, yeah just well, they have mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Do they have a soup? Yeah, though? they have soups. Okay. They have some soups. So kind of like a, they have your... a typical sandwich place with soup and salad. Yeah. Or, do they have salad? No, no salad. No. Oh, maybe. So soup and sandwiches? No, I think it's just sandwiches. Huh. Yeah. Um, is the bread good? The, the good. bread is good. They have different types of bread they have a rye and stuff like that Ooh, which i never i love fried yeah bread. and then they have some honey one i don't Ooh, know they I have like only four one. different types but usually it's the name sourdough which so usually all their sandwiches come in in sourdough yeah Ro- uh, what's it, what, is, what is that type of bread called the long bread baguette i don't know baguette rolls no. loaves loaves that's a loaf like a loaf of bread right? yeah or... i guess yeah um yeah they, they have like just the soup oh yeah they do have salads nice yeah but what do you recommend the most from west Coast I mean, obviously mine, <laughs> my garlic pesto, but they have different, they literally have like almost 20 types of different sandwiches. Damn. Yeah. So you can definitely find your sandwich there. <laughs> yeah. I would say my favorite. They have a, a, a French dip there. Ooh, it's yum. really good. Their au jus is fire. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just fan. stick with my turkey. Yeah. But I think, have you had the cookies there? I don't think we have cookies. I don't think we've had the cookies yeah. there. They have cookies, so hmm. we need to try those. Yeah, we'll have to get into that. <laughs> but yeah, that's the cravings for this week. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your cravings. Always. So we're going to go with a throwback this week, and we decided to go with Robin Big, the MTV show that lasted three seasons, had 31 episodes, and started in 2006. I love the show. Did you watch the show when it was on TV, Chris? I mean, I was a kid back then, so I remember bits here and there, but yeah. it's not like I turn on TV to watch Robin Big. Right. It was MTV, so it was just there. This show's just very nostalgic to me. This just reminds me of 2009. Like, if I put this on, that's just the immediate, just how I feel. <laughs> I don't start in 2006, but, like, I was watching it in, like, yeah, 2009. Yeah, it was rerunning for a while. For a long time. I was definitely watching it in middle school, so 2006, 2007, 2008. It starred Rob Deerdeck and his best friend and bodyguard, Christopher Big Black Oiken, which they were such a nice little cute duo i loved watching mm-hmm. them just we were seeing a tiny white man and a big black guy that's well they were like so close <laughs> they to were him. like they were best silly. friends yeah they were i totally forgot that he was even his bodyguard honestly yeah because right. yeah. he was Legit. always together i'm yeah. like okay Legit. right the one episode that sticks out to me is them like constantly trying to like clean their um dog's butthole do you I remember, remember that, that? that yeah, episode maybe. oh my god yeah. i watched that episode I don't know why I've seen it so much, (laughs) but I've seen it quite a few times. My only thing that I can remember is them throwing a ball at Chanel West Coast and breaking her teeth. Oh. Or one of the two. Oh, the front. God. Yeah. What the heck? So hard in the face. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> that's that. That's the one thing that's like just... Really? Yeah. That's like the main thing. I don't know Chanel was <laughs> in Robin Hood. Yeah, Bay. because it's she's their... What is she? Or is that... Assistant. I think she's her assistant or something. Or she's just some random too? girl. Was it? Maybe. Which one is that one? <laughs> the one that's after Robin Bay. Really? The one where he has the big warehouse. Hmm. Yeah. I only watched a little bit of Fantasy Factory. I feel Factory. like Robin Big didn't have Chanel. She didn't in have it. Chanel there. 
They no. might. Then maybe I'm maybe. confusing Maybe. Oh, Could well. be. I don't know how long she's been in the crew there. My most, like, memorable scene from Robin Big is them in a car wash and the ping pong song by Enrique Iglesias yes. came on and they were just, like, hardcore jamming out to yeah. it. And I remember it so vividly because, like, that became my mom and I's, like, car wash song. Mm. So every time we went in the car wash, even to this day, we put it on. And that's cute. That's our songs. I love that. Yeah. Robin Big was such a good show. Yeah, I think MTV cute. struck gold with it. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like if they had given the opportunity or had been given the opportunity, it would have lasted a lot longer. Well, but. according to my journal from eighth grade, Robin Big ended because Big became a dad. Yeah. So. Hmm. And totally understandable. I mean, it's got to be hard to juggle being a celebrity and a parent. I would understand wanting to like take that time to just be a family. So I get that. So wait, so then he came back into the next show? No. I don't, know. I don't I think, think by he, that time. Yeah. Well, no, but... In Fantasy Factory, I don't think he was... If he was on it, he might have just, like, made appearances, but, yeah. like... Yeah, he wasn't a main character, I'm pretty sure, sure that was mostly... Wasn't it just, like, Robin drama? Like, drama. I, I had a fat crush on Did drama. you? Yeah, on Robin Big, yeah. I feel like everybody did. He was so cute. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But yeah, unfortunately, Christopher Boykin passed away in May of 2017, 2017. which was mm-hmm. really fucking sad. Yeah, see him go i hope his kids got closure and the fact that they didn't get to see a revival because like that would have done so good if they got to do that now you know like a revival on hulu yeah yeah mtv has loved the fuck out of rob deerdeck though because he had the fantasy factory Mm -hmm. and then he had ridiculousness that went on forever it's still going on okay yeah yeah Yeah, he just took over mtv yeah two seriously i think it's mtv two i feel like yeah he's it's it shouldn't be called mtv two it should be called Rob <laughs> Rob 2 like something like that Rob Deer Deck 2 yeah Deer Deck TV that's Deer not Deck a bad TV. name <laughs> yeah, yeah just yeah. freaking ridiculous name like yeah we're tired of that now well, yeah. so Big uh, he was on the Fantasy Factory yeah was he? from season 4 to 7 oh yeah I didn't even know it lasted 7 oh seasons yeah 7 seasons wow. 73 Jesus. episodes man he's been around mm-hmm. and it's I guess crazy this... to think that he was a skateboarder he is that just went <laughs> the way people he went famous. to the, the, he, he took the other path that a Tony Hawk didn't take. I guess so. Because <laughs> Tony Hawk kept on the. I think skating. Tony Hawk just did brand new. He's deals. still yeah. he's still doing his stuff, but yeah, I guess Chanel West Coast is when she started here. So mm. my thing is not from Robin Big. Sad. I can't think of anything. Really? Well, I mean, now that I see the pony, like I can they got kind of remember the pony. Yeah. Mini horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they got the dog together. They got Meaty the bulldog together. Yeah. That's and funny. apparently, on the show, they would try to break like Guinness World Records. And on the show, Big Black broke two of them: one for eating the most powdered sugar donuts in less than three minutes, and one for peeling and eating the most bananas in one minute. Which is pretty what? silly, but That's like, crazy. go yeah. off. Love that. <laughs> yeah. That was a good show. Agreed. Nice little throwback. Mm-hmm. Gonna have to start rewatching it. Is it available anywhere? It's actually, MTV, so check. I'm sure maybe on the actual app right. or Paramount. I would hope so. Because yeah. if not, they're missing out. Well, it's on mm. Pluto. Oh mm. no! Of course. Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> More freaking places to go. So many streaming services now. Mm. I mean, there's that Pluto. There's Peacock now. There's Max, yeah. Netflix. Disney, Amazon, Amazon. video. Literally, what isn't there? Jeez. Probably making more. I wouldn't doubt it, actually. Discovery Plus. That's what Anyways. Do you guys want to talk about your current obsessions now? Yeah. It is current obsession time, guys. So I'm going to go first. Go for it. <laughs> go for what it. is your current obsession, Tyler? I have been listening to these videos at night when I'm sleeping. I don't know what they are. Some of them are frequency videos. Like, it's just like, this is like a frequency that's going to help relieve stress or whatever. And then other ones are like... Soundscapes? Like soundscapes. And in like song. a fae fairy world with wind blowing or just random yeah. you know just environment yeah. yeah and I don't know it's just what's been sucking is that like it's been on YouTube so um, I've been having ads randomly so I'll be asleep for like five hours and then just randomly it'll be like get the medicine that'll help <laughs> you solve all, you know <laughs> And it, it wakes me up every time, and I'm just like, shit, it's four in the morning. Like, fucking oh, no. fuck you. But I don't hear that. You don't? 
I always see me waking up. I don't. I always. I'm gonna let it go then because I freak out because I'm like, it's gonna wake him up. It's gonna wake him up. <laughs> Which sucks. Um, I'm literally sleeping with my muscle relaxers and my wow. melatonin. So I'm, <laughs> I'm dead. That's funny. Asleep. That's crazy. <laughs> so that's my current obsession. I think it's. I don't know. I read somewhere that, or maybe it was Chris that told me, but that like not being able to sleep with some kind of noise is like a trauma response to not wanting to like be left like I guess sleeping with some type of noise makes you feel like you're not alone it tricks your brain into thinking you're not by yourself which is weird as fuck because like you're not alone I'm absolutely not alone like my husband's right next to me and he loves me with all his heart and vice versa but like there's something relaxing about it I don't know and I feel like I used to do this when I was younger too but like it was like chill dubstep music is what I used to listen to but now it's soundscapes and frequencies Yeah, I feel that. I usually have to sleep with, like, a fan noise on or something. But I've realized it's just because I can't handle the sound of silence when I'm sleeping. Because, like, if I hear any little noise, it bothers me too Mm. much. Like, if I hear something outside or if I hear, like, one of the dogs walking or the cat or something. Like, just any little noise or, like, just something in my room just, like, kind of moving a little bit. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, drives me crazy. Like, I have to have something else, like, going. Going to soften the blow. I'm the same with you, like, you. But Mm -hmm. for me, my mind starts making up stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The noise, I'm like, I hear someone. Is there someone there? Like, no. Yeah. I just, that's what paranoid I hate. Paranoid. Yeah. Sounds, paranoid. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. That's yeah. just what it is. It's yeah. like nighttime. It's like, it's so dark. Like, you hear a silence, but then there's some starts happening, some noise and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah. That's just yeah. normal. I'm used to that already. Well, that's uh, my current obsession. Well, I guess my obsession is kind of like yours, but mine is video games. Like, calming videos, like from Minecraft. Like, okay. just, just having the, the music from the game playing or there's another one of Animal Crossing also you know everyone knows the theme song of that and all that stuff so they're kind of like those fireplace videos that like Netflix has but instead of the fireplace and the fireplace noises it's like just relaxing video from like Minecraft or Animal Crossing with like their music like the music playing anything random music or like like in Minecraft you will hear the animals or depending on what the what the biome is so you'll hear like the wolves or cows or Mm -hmm. whatever you know in the rain Minecraft Refrain and oh, I love different that noise. Type, yeah. So that's just an obsession. I guess not a full obsession because it <laughs> comes here and there, but you hear that a lot. The other day I came home and he literally just had the game in idle. Okay, like that, he... I, I, that one was just to farm, okay, XP. <laughs> so, oh, sure. Which he turned off before I could farm, but let's yeah, not get into that. But yeah, that's kind of yeah. something like that. I, I, I actually put the YouTube video of that, but then I'm like, wait, no, I'll just put the game. <laughs> well, I idle there and, you know, farm for XP. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. all of our current obsessions seem to be, like, comforting things. Because mine right now is just, like, comfy clothes. Like, I'm obsessed with sweats and a hoodie. It's been so chilly and it's just been so comfy to wear comfy clothes. Especially when, like, I don't know. I feel like I can't really do that that often here because it's, like, always so hot. I feel like, I don't know. <laughs> always so hot and always so cold. Yeah. And, like, this week is supposed to be the coldest. It's been so cold. Mm-hmm. Like right now, it's cold. <laughs> yeah, it is chilly. It is very chilly. That's our current obsession. Yeah. We're into being comfy. <laughs> yeah, sweater weather, sleepy yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay, guys, so we're moving on to the song of the week. Woo! Let's go. Yay! Who wants to start us off, <laughs> babe? Okay, uh, I guess I'll start. It's people are gonna remember from last time. It's the same group. <laughs> it's Tomorrow X together again. Last week it was with the uh, Miss Anita. Now this time it's with the Jonas Brothers. It's called Do It Like That. The whole song just reminds me of the Jonas Brothers music. Like kind of reminds me of like SOS and stuff like that from back in the day. Mm-hmm. So it's it's all in English. Like the whole song is in English. Mm. So. It's just, it's just a little vibe right now. That's I'm surprised I'm... that they didn't sing in their native language. That's well, normally... I mean, the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> they have to gotta sing it with them. That's fair. At least the chorus. Yeah, I mean. It's guys. a good song. You played it before the podcast. Yeah. And I really liked it. I've always really <laughs> it's liked a the Jonas song. Brothers. So, yeah. 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 It just sounds like a Jonas Brothers music song. It does. But like, it has the K-pop like splash on it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's my song of the week. Yay. My song of the week is Can't Catch Me Now by mm-hmm. Olivia Rodrigo. It's just a nice song. I just like it. People will know it from the Hunger Games. Yeah. Yes. The theme song. It's really nice. 
What about you, Ty? What is your song of the week? My song of the week is Murder on the Dance Floor by Sophie Ellis Baxter. So kind of going back to our first story and the final scene of (laughs) the movie. It's the final song that was playing during the dancing scene. A lot of people were talking about how the song in the party scene was getting a really big revival because of this movie. Which is too. I don't remember. Well, you don't, but it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought you said like... No, that's what I've been saying. But I gravitated more towards this one. This one's just more disco-y and it... I don't know. I've never heard it before. I thought it was like a 90s song, but it's from like the 2000s, which makes sense because the movie takes place in like 2006, 2007, I think. But I don't know. Something about it. I've been listening to it at the gym. I've been listening to it at work. I was listening to it after work. Like, it's a bop. And I hope that it has that same running up the hill thing I was about to say, like, the same revival as the Kate Bush running Mm -hmm. up the hill that Stranger Things gave it. Yeah. That crazy revival. So good. The song was, like, you couldn't escape that song. It was was really good, though, but, like, yeah. My only concern is just, like, the lyrics in it. Because, like, I played it and, like, my boss was around and I was like, oh, this is awkward. Because it's, like, murder on the dance floor and then it's, like, gonna burn this house right down. And I'm just like, oh. That's not that bad. That's not bad. But you gotta say something else. Like, something sexual (laughs) Yeah. But, like, burn the house down just feels like such a party lyric for some reason. Like, we're gonna burn this house. I don't know. Well, they say burn the roof. I think it's the roof. I don't know. Something like that. The roof roof (laughs) roof is on fire. fire. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. That doesn't Yeah, that's not something that you would be like, oh, my boss is gonna hear. I'm like, what? She gonna think you're gonna burn the building? Yeah. I was worried. (laughs) But I really like it. I don't know. Uh, So if you haven't heard it, check it out, guys. (laughs) If you haven't heard any of our songs. If you're Gen Z, you go listen to it. (laughs) Millennials probably heard it. Which I haven't. I haven't. (laughs) Oh, you're different. Uh Well. Alrighty, my friends. That wraps up our podcast of the week. Our first episode back in the new year. Thank you guys for joining us. So grateful to have you guys um, listening. Just that's it. We're so grateful. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate See you guys you. in the next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.